what's up guys welcome back to the pod okay kind of hate that i just called it a pod um so we're not doing that anymore but welcome back guys what's up welcome back to the podcast to my podcast um it's still kind of weird saying that like i'm still not used to saying like i have a podcast like that's so weird um but yeah so that's awkward um okay let's just get right into it before we get into this week's episode i want to touch on something there was a recent um oreo commercial for the uh the cookie sandwich oreo um released and it was inclusive because last month was um lgbtq plus history month and um it was quite honestly beautiful uh i (laughs) did cry if you haven't watched it go watch it and in honor of that they are they have like fifteen thousand um rainbow filled oreos that they like packets of oreos um and they basically are donating like profits to i think lgbtq organizations don't quote me on that i believe that they're donating things to lgbtq plus organizations but um it just there it was it was beautiful i loved it and it was it was literally amazing i'm like this just makes me want to go buy oreos um but the thing that made me want to go buy oreos more was the fact that there is this group of people called one million moms which why the heck are you teaching children this this is disgusting but they sent essentially a threat to oreo to to the oreo company what is it nestle i don't think it's nestle don't quote me on that um i need to stop saying don't quote me on that they essentially sent a threat to oreo saying that if they did not take down their inclusive commercial they would protest oreo and they would not buy oreos anymore because it was lgbtq friendly and it was supportive of the community oh i'm sorry did seeing people be happy on tv offend you oh it oh oh it did it it did okay here let me let me tell you something let me get in close get in close let me tell you something Did you hear that? Turn it up real loud. I do not give a... I do not care if you are offended by someone loving who they love. I do not care at all. And if that offends you, if that makes you uncomfortable, feel free 
to never listen to this podcast ever again. I don't support that. See, everyone has a right to their opinions, but I don't, I don't respect opinions that are hateful. I don't respect opinions that jeopardize other people's existences. I don't, I don't respect that. Not at all. I do not respect that. At all. I don't. Because here's the thing. Here is the thing that I do not understand. I've been talking to my friends about this recently because this is literally baffles me. I have no answer as to why this is a thing. If you see a LGBTQ couple, why does that affect you? How does that affect you? Oh, 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 wait, oh, hmm, oh, it doesn't, oh, okay, I, you know, I was just checking, you know, I was just checking because I thought that the reason you were offended is because it affected you in some way, but oh, oh, them getting married is affecting you, it, it's affecting you, oh, no, no, oh, so, so then why do you care? You know, I was just checking, I was just checking because otherwise it wouldn't make sense, but I, you know, I was just checking. It doesn't affect you oh so then why do you care that's what i don't understand if two men or two women or two people want to get married how does that affect you it doesn't here's the thing i don't understand here is the thing i don't understand like i literally just don't understand this if someone from the lgbtq community wants to marry someone of the same gender as them why does that bother you what do you have anything to do with it you do not have anything to do with it stay out of their business it's not your business stay out of it if oreo wants to do an inclusive ad which they should because the world isn't all white and straight people um how does that affect you Oh, it doesn't. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're offended by people living their lives as they were born to live their life. I'm sorry that people are happy. I'm sorry that people are proud to be who they are. I'm s what? Like, I don't understand. How does this affect you? It doesn't. So, so stop. Like, <laughs> mm. this is so frustrating and so confusing to me. Because not only are, is it, like, first of all, none of their business. Um, second of all, when you use religion as a shield to hide behind, um, to try to excuse away your homophobia, um, not only are you a bigot, but you're also um, forcing your religion on other people, which I know not all my listeners are in the U.S., but I have, a, like, a 95% listenership in the U.S. Um, so, that's illegal. That's literally illegal. You can't force your religion on someone else. And by you making decisions for other people based on religious beliefs, that is forcing your religion on other people. So, if you are homophobic, 
or if you are transphobic or if you are against the LGBTQ community in any way, leave. I don't want to deal with you here. So feel free to walk out. Okay? Now that I'm done with that, um, Oreo, if anybody from Oreo is listening to this, but I, which I doubt ha- will happen, but like, great job and keep it up. I loved your commercial. It made me cry. I love it. Thank you. Um, but let's just get right into the episode because this is a great one. Um, I'm going to explain it in a couple minutes or like right after this, but like, it's going to be a good one. I'm so excited. So hope you guys enjoy. Okay. Um, so I've recorded this like three times. I've only gotten five minutes in, but I don't know what's going on with my computer. Um, so I'm going to be clicking back and forth between different audio or I mean different screens a lot today. So if you hear a click of a mouse, just deal with it. Um, there's no other way I can do this, but I am very excited for today, which I am every week because I get to choose the topics. Um, but I'm going to be doing a show review this week. So if you remember the last time I did something remotely close to this was episode two, which was, um, called Twilight Doesn't Suck. Again, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It's a good one. Um, and in that episode, I reviewed the books Twilight. I talked about them. I explained them. I went through my opinions on them. I talked about the movies, which actually, hold on, let's just talk about the movies for a second. Breaking Dawn Part 2. If you have not watched it, um, I'll put timestamps in here again because if you have not watched that, then you need to fast forward and you do not need to listen because this is like the best part of the movie. So if you have not watched it, please, please, please fast forward. I'm begging you, okay? Timestamps are here. Please fast forward to uh, 15 minutes and 30 seconds. Okay. Um... So, during, I watched Breaking Down Part 2 recently, which, if you can recall, when I recorded Episode 2, I had not watched it yet. Um, I had watched all the way up until Breaking Down Part 1. I hadn't watched Breaking Down Part 1 or Part 2 yet. Um, the worst, so, the thing, I was, like, terrified for the, um, birth scene in Breaking Down Part 1 because I was like, oh my gosh, what are they gonna do? Like, I was, that was the most, that was the worst, like... I was terrified for it. I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, so there was a part where the, I think the worst part for it, for me was seeing how skinny she got leading up. And I know it's CGI, but it was so, so horrific and so unhealthily skinny. It was, it made me feel sick. It was like, oh my gosh. Like, it just showed how unhealthy she was and how, like, the baby was, like, draining her life. And it was, like, CGI, I know, but it was also terrifying. Um, and then after, so that was probably the worst part for me. And then the, the second worst part was the fact that, like, when, so, like, in the book, the way that the baby, like, she starts going into labor is the fact that, like, she drops her cup full of whatever and, um, she leans forward to try to catch it and then her spine snaps and the way that they portrayed that, her body, her legs were straight up and her body, like, the top half of her body was, like, it looked like a right angle. It was terrifying. It was grotesque and it was 
great job by the editors and by the um, directors, but like, oh my gosh, that image is cemented in my brain. So that I think was the worst part. And then when Edward had to inject the venom into her, there they took off those big needle. I was like, oh no, uh uh, no no no. Um, but yeah, it was the needle was huge, and then he just stabbed it into her. And like the, I think the worst part was like the sounds of it. The sounds were, t oh my gosh, the sounds were so bad, like they did not, mm -mm, no, 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 it was not, it was not fun hearing that, um, but yeah, that, that was fine, and then, um, so then Breaking Down Part 2 was good, like the movie was good, um, and then as, like, at the end of the movie, they do this thing where Alice steps up to Aro and is, like, showing him the future, except I didn't know that it was the future, and I thought they, like, changed it because, like, Carlisle died, Esme died, Jasper died, like, all of these people were dying, and, like, friends, and, like, some of the werewolves were dying, and I was over here. My mom was making frosting in the kitchen because I was watching it with my mom. And my mom was making frosting in the kitchen. I was sitting on the couch. We were watching it together. And I was bawling my eyes out, just screaming at my mom. I was like, Mom, this does not happen. This does not happen. Like, this does not happen in the book. What the heck is going on? Why is this like this? I was bawling my eyes out. I get so emotionally attached to the characters that every time something goes wrong, I, like, bawl my eyes out during movies. Um, that's just the kind of person I am. But I was, oh, my God. Gosh, I was like, I was literally, I was like, mom, this doesn't happen. And like throughout the whole beginning of the movie, she was like, um, yeah, I can't wait until you see this part. And I was like, I'm scared now. I'm scared. Like what is going to happen? And she was, she was like laughing at me. And I was like I was sitting over here crying, bawling my eyes out. I was screaming like this doesn't happen and like my voice was like breaking and stuff like I was like I was messed up and then I figured out that it was um just like the future and I was like oh my gosh I, I was like it was like a breath of fresh air I felt so relieved I was like oh. Carlisle Jasper Jacob Renesme Edward they're all okay. I was like, okay. I'm go. I'm okay now. But like, I was, uh, I was a mess. It messed me up. Which like, props to the directors. Like, you just went all the way. You were. That's amazing. Like, that that was amazing. I loved it. I loved it after I hated it. So I had to hate it in the moment for me to be able to love it. Okay. I'm glad I didn't watch it in the movie theater because I would have been <laughs> that would have been so embarrassing I would have been crying bawling my eyes out in the movie theater uh okay anyway back to the point on hand um well yeah that's it so um welcome back people who took the timestamps because if you haven't watched it you should be taking the timestamps um Okay, back to the actual topic for today. Um, I'm going to be, again, talking about 
Glee season one, which I'm excited about. I can't wait. Um, okay. Let's just get right into it. I'm excited for this episode, as you all know, because I've said it how many freaking times. But, okay. So let's start from episode one. And let me just preface this by saying uh, this show is amazing. Um, go watch it if you haven't already. Oh yeah, go listen to the music too. It's on Spotify, so go listen to the music. Uh, yeah, go listen to the soundtrack. Or well, not this. I I don't know if you got a soundtrack. I think you would. Um, they have all of the songs. It's like a hundred songs in the first season. So go listen to those because they're 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 good. And they might make you cringe a little bit. Don't listen to Don't Stop Believing because that one kind of sucks. <laughs> but um, yeah it's other otherwise it's good all right so uh okay i'm just gonna preface this pre whoa preface this by saying that glee is about oh it's about a glee club which is kind of they um they sing and perform songs and they can go to like competitions and stuff so it's kind of like a singing dancing club um it's not theater they can sing theater songs, but it's not theater. Um, they don't learn lines. They sing and they dance and they perform. So it's kind of like a performance club. All right, so here is what the website, I think I mentioned this already, but it's glee.fandom.com uh, slash wiki slash season underscore one. I'll put that in the, the description. Um, okay, so the first episode is titled Pilot. Um, the original air date was May 19th, 2009, and the number of U.S. viewers in millions is 9.62. So you can just see how big the Glee fandom is. You want to join? Join. Um, okay. So here's what the fandom website says the plot is, and I'll explain it. Um, episode one. Wait, how many episodes are there? I'm going to see how much I need to... All right, 22, okay, I can make that work. All right, episode one, pilot, the plot. Optimistic high school teacher Will Schuster tries to refuel his own passion for the performing arts while reinventing McKinley High School's Glee Club and challenging outcasts to realize their star potential. Going up against McKinley's cruel high school caste system and facing harsh criticism from everyone around him, Will is determined to prove them all wrong. This episode introduced major plot lines such as Will motivations, Will's motivations to build the new directions, Rachel and Finn's relationship choosing between football and Cheerios, football slash Cheerios and Glee Club, Sue's motivation to tear the Glee Club apart, and Quinn desperately trying to get Finn back. All right. So basically, the first episode is about you meet all the characters, and the first. One of the first characters you meet is Will Schuster. He's the Spanish teacher at this at McKinley High School. And um, he decides to take over for the Glee Club because they lost their teacher because he was accused of molesting students and is now considered a sex offender. Um, kind of... Not going to comment. Um, but, yeah, so he's a considered... Uh, he's not allowed to be around students. Um, but you will see in later episodes he keeps sneaking back into the school anyway. Um, so then Will decides to um, take care, like, take up the Glee Club because he was in Glee Club when he was younger. Um, 
and he tried to make it on Broadway but never made it. Sorry, Will. Um, okay, so basically if you're in the Glee Club, you're at the bottom of the cast system, I guess you could call it. Um, like at the top are like football and Cheerios, which are the cheerleaders. And like, and so, like, the glue club, they get, like, slushy. That's, like, the thing that happens to them, where they um, get slushies thrown in their face. Um, okay. So, Will is, like, told, like, oh, you're going to fail. Like, the glue club isn't going to do good. But he pushes through. He's, like, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, so, like I said, so, like, the summary said, major plot lines. Will's motivation to build new directions, which is the name of their glee club. Um, Rachel and Finn's relationship, which Rachel has been in the glee club. She's like, okay, so she's Jewish. She has two dads and she has, she's like really talented. She has, um, she's played by Leah Michelle. She has this incredible voice and she knows it. That's the thing. Like she's very cocky. Um, she's very entitled and yeah um so she meets finn and she's kind of has a crush on him but he is i think dating quinn at this point which is his girlfriend where she's the head of the cheerios um i think they might be broken up i'm not sure it's not telling me okay i think they're together but they're i don't i'm not sure um they're either together or not okay Again, and then other thing, Sue's motivation to tear the Glee Club apart, that is Sue Sylvester. She is played by Jane Lynch. Um, okay, yeah, so Jane Lynch plays Sue Sylvester. She uh, is absolutely amazing in that role, as are all of the characters. And she is the captain of the Cheerios, and because the Glee Club is taking away her Cheerios funding because she they're like able to get like first class tickets because like all of the funding is going into the cheerleading team and she doesn't even need all that money but she's taking all of it anyway and so when the principal tries to give the glee club some stuff um which is principal figgins um she uh decides she, so she's like trying to tear the glue club apart and throughout the all of the seasons i'm guessing um sue is constantly making jokes about um will's hair because they hate each other and it's hilarious she keeps <laughs> she makes so many jokes and it's funny okay anyway um the singles and the songs on here on my own which is sung by rachel can't fight this feeling which is by finn or which is sung by finn rehab sung by vocal adrenaline which is their um like competition school uh leaving on a jet plane which is sung by will don't stop believing which is sung sung by rachel and finn with new directions they get like the they duet and then um okay another thing i think that happens in this episode that they don't they don't um mention is that will is married to his high school sweetheart terry Terry Schuster, and she is, um, we'll get to that later, but also there is this, um, there is this, um, the guidance counsel at the school. She is obsessed with Will. She wants to marry Will. She's in love with Will, um, but she's not creepy in that way. Like, she has, she, you'll find out later that she suffers from OCD. Um, she is 
that's Emma Pillsbury, I think. Uh, but she's amazing. And, yeah. Can you leave me alone, Ella? Are you podcasting? Yes. Oh, that's cool. Uh, okay. Go check out the episode I was in. Super cool. Okay, um, yeah, so that was episode one. I'm kind of getting into my rhythm here. I'm figuring out how to not just jump around. Okay. Alright, so the second one, second episode. I'm coming up on 20 minutes. I need to figure out how to make this efficient. Okay, episode two, Showman's Plot. Uh, well, this aired on September 9th, 2009. Uh, the number of viewers in millions is 7.5 million. Uh, the plot. The Glee Club performs in front of the school for the first time and surprises everyone in the audience. When Rachel realizes her feelings for Finn, Quinn goes to great lengths to keep her man at the time. Meanwhile, Will's wife, Terry, reveals some surprising news, leaving Will to figure out a new way to make ends meet. The title is a pun on the words show, referring to new directions performing in front of the school, and romance, alluding to the different love triangles. Okay, so basically in this one, they perform in front of the school and to try to get new members, and they perform this song called Push It, and it's very um, sexual. And, uh, <laughs> um, it's interesting performance. Um, so Rachel realizes her feelings for Finn. <sighs> I've, like, it took her long, it took her an episode, but, um, yeah. And then Quinn just kind of is being very, like, she had being very territorial, I guess you could call uh, Will's wife, which her name was Terry Schuster, Will is the director of the Glee Club, he, um, or she realizes that her and Will's marriage is kind of, like, rocky and failing, so she's pretending that she's pregnant. Um, and she, I don't like her. She is, she works at this, like, mattress shop, um, her one job and then she is like keeps pressuring will to like be like will i am working so hard every day and you just go to that silly school and you teach these kids and like what do i have when she has a whole art closet like they have a fine that like they're fine and she was like you need to pick up another job if we're going to support this family and then will's trying to be like well you're not you you work one job i'm already working two jobs to try to support us and she's like excuse me, I work four hours a day, three days a week. I cannot take any more. It's, it's like, it's so, oh, she irritates me. Um, but yeah, that's what happens in that one. Um, the songs that they sang, Gold Digger by, um, Will Mercedes and Artie and like the Glee Club sang that. Push It, which was, again, the song that they sang in front of the all of it. Uh, Say a little prayer. Quinn with Santana and Brittany. Uh, Quinn is Finn's girlfriend, the captain of the Cheerios. And Santana and Brittany are also on the Cheerios. Uh, and then Take a Bow with Rachel, Rachel, Mercedes, and Tina. Tina is um, another one of the original Glee casters. Um, and Mercedes is this girl with an insane voice. And... Um, She's also one of the original Glee casters. Um, episode 3 is called Acafellas. It aired September 16, 2009. Uh, it was viewed by 6.69 million people. 
um, the plot. The episode sees the Glee Club director Will Schuster form an all-male acapella group, the Acafellas, spending more time building his own confidence while neglecting the club. Will tells his parents that Terry is pregnant, and Rachel hires Dakota Stanley due to Quinn and Santana's advice and con- concern, air quotes, on their chore- choreography to help coach them to nationals. Will is slowly being pulled away from Glee Club as he works with the Acafellas. Meanwhile, Mercedes is, bit- Mercedes is bitten by the love bug, but her feelings aren't reciprocated. Um, so... Okay, so basically in this one, Will forms an all-male a cappella group, like I said, and he's starting to, like, perform, and then, but this means that he's, like, neglecting the glee club, and so because, um, so Quinn and Santana are part of the Cheerios, and remember, Sue Sylvester is the captain of the, well, she's not the captain, she's the, um, the coach of the Cheerios, and, um, she hates Will Schuster, so therefore hates the Glee Club, and her entire, like, mission in life is to destroy the Glee Club, and so what she's doing is she send, she sent Quinn and Santana in there, and they're trying to destroy it from the inside out, and so they're, they hired this, like, insane choreographer who, like, makes them work 24 hours, or not, like, 23 out of 24 hours choreography, um, which is Dakota Stanley, um, and so that's, they're trying to make people quit, uh, but instead the Glee Club fires the choreographer because they think that their, um, their friendships are more important than the part having the perfect choreography because that's not all that matters, um, which they're right on. Uh, yeah, and then Mercedes is bitten by the love bug because she tells her friend that didn't come out to her yet, but is gay. His name is Kurt, um, and she tells him that she likes him, and he's like, I'm sorry, I don't like you, and because he wasn't ready to come out, he, like, looks over at Rachel, and he's like, yeah, I like someone else, and he's looking at Rachel, and so then Mercedes sings this amazing song uh so yeah that's what happens in that episode um the singles or the songs uh Mercy which is Volkla Drennan their opponent uh this is how we do it acapellas bust your windows um Mercedes with the Cheerios um and I want to sex you up acapellas all amazing songs um bust your windows Mercedes goes off it's amazing Okay, number four, Preggers. Um, the it, the date it was aired was September twenty third, two thousand nine, and I think, yeah, um, and then six point six three million people watched it. Uh, the plot. Kurt takes center stage when he tries out for the football team in order to impress his dad. Sandy and Sue join forces to carry out their plans for destroying the Glee Club by luring away a disillusioned Rachel who quits when Will refuses to take back the solo from Tina. Meanwhile, Finn and Quinn's relationship is tested when they receive some life-changing news. Alright, um, so Kurt is not ready to come out. I'm pretty sure he comes out in the last episode. Um, but he's not ready to come out to his dad, and he's afraid that his dad is gonna, like, kick him out. He doesn't, he thinks his dad is a homophobe. 
So he tries out for the football team because his dad catches him in the basement in um, clothes that are traditionally considered girls' clothes. And so his dad was, like, suspicious, and he's like, I'm not ready to come out, so I'm just training for football. <laughs> um, and so he tries out for the football team. Uh, Sandy and Sue join forces to carry out their plans for destroying the Glee Club. Um, Sandy was the old uh, coach of the Glee Club who um, was, again, removed from the premises and not allowed to come back to the school because he was accused of molesting children. Um, they tried to destroy the Glee Club by luring away Rachel, which was because um, he Rachel is, like, like I said, entitled and thinks that she deserves every solo, and uh, Will is giving a solo to Tina, and she's like, um... I should be getting that solo, so if you're not going to give it to me, I'm going to go, and I'm going to go to the school play, which Sandy and Sue are putting on. So then she becomes the lead in the school play, quits Glee Club. Um, and then the last thing, and the m biggest thing in this episode is um, Finn and Quinn's relationship is tested when they receive some life-changing news, and that news is that Quinn is pregnant. And we'll get more into that later. Uh, these are sophomores, I believe. The road, the number episode five is called "The Roads Not Taken." R H O D E S, and you'll see why. Uh, plot: Will thinks that the new directions desperately need more of an edge, as Rachel thinks about defecting to the school musical. So he brings in his former high school crush, April Rhodes, guest star Kristen Chenoweth. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Uh, to spice things up, Will's plan seems to be going smoothly until he realizes he may be losing a key member of the club. Meanwhile, Flynn flirts with Rachel in an attempt to convince her to return, and although Rachel is angry when she discovers Quinn is pregnant, she ultimately rejoins the club. Alright, um, so yeah, Will thinks, he's like worried that they're not gonna be able to win regionals or nationals. So he brings in his um, former high school crush and, like, the person who's, like, the main, um, like, she was, like, the star when she was in high school. And apparently she did not have all of her credits. So she came back and she's, like, in Will's Spanish class. And she sings in, as lead instead of Rachel in the Glee Club. And then Rachel is, like, thinking about defecting to the school musical, but then I think she comes back because she doesn't want um, April to ch uh, take her place. Um, and then Flynn flirts with Rachel in an attempt to convince her to return, uh, which kind of backfires because Rachel figures out that Quinn is pregnant, supposedly by f because of Finn, like it's Finn's child. Um, she rejoins the club, though. Uh, the songs, Maybe This Time, which is sung by April and Rachel, uh, alone by April and Will, which is the teacher, Will Schuster. Last name, April with New Directions. They, um, they sing that in front, I think, to raise money for the bus. Um, Somebody to Love, which is New Directions. Um, that was pretty good. All right, number six, Vitamin D. Aired October 7, 2009, seen by 7.28 million people. The plot. Uh, Will challenges the kids to a healthy dose of competition with boys against girls in a mashup showdown. Meanwhile, Terry takes a job as a school nurse to keep an eye on Will despite having no medical experience and hands out drugs to the New Directions, which causes a serious boost of energy but comes with consequences. Um, so, they 
they he wants them to like be more competitive because he's afraid again that they're not going to win nationals um so what he does is gives them or like challenges them to boys versus girls in like a mashup so they they pick different songs to mash up um and uh his wife terry takes a job as a school nurse because um she thinks that he is like having an affair with the school counselor emma remember the person who's in love with will and she doesn't have any medical experience but what she does is she hands out drugs to the new directions because they want to make sure that they're enthusiastic during the mashup performances um bad idea uh sing uh the songs it's my life confessions part two which is finn artie and puck with new directions boys um artie is tina's oh wait not yet uh but finn again quinn's boyfriend artie is one of the original glee casters oh it's also um we should note that he's in a wheelchair and then puck is um kind of like the designated bad boy of the group uh, Finn's best friend, and you'll find out more about him later. Uh, the next one is a mashup of Halo and Walking on Sunshine with Rachel Mercedes, Rachel and Mercedes with the New Directions girls. Okay, episode seven is called Throwdown. Uh, aired October fourteenth, two thousand nine, and it had seven point six five million uh, people watching. Uh, the plot to cause dissent amongst the Glee Club new co-director Sue Sylvester forces the students to compete against each other, but the real showdown happens when she and Will get called into Principal Figgin's office. Meanwhile, the kids rally to support Quinn after some shocking news is revealed, and Terry must deal with Will's desire to see their unborn baby, as she is not really pregnant. So, Sue becomes co-director of the Glee Club, and she's the one who's trying to destroy it. Um, I forgot what it why. Um, she and Will get called into Principal Figgins' office because they're arguing so much, I think. I'm, oh, no, 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 it was because of the drugs. Um, ooh. Um, meanwhile, the kids rally to support Quinn because if they found out she was pregnant. And then, uh, Terry has to deal with Will wanting to see her stomach when she's just wearing, like, padded things underneath because she's not really pregnant. Um, okay, uh, the songs, Hate On Me, Mercedes with Tina and Sue's group, um, because they were, um, competing against each other, Mercedes was competing against Rachel, um, because she wanted to, um, oh, 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 I understand why, I remember why now, um, because Sue was taking the people that, like, she was like, they deserve solos, and you're only giving solos to these people. So Will took the people that were obviously getting the solos all of the time, and then um, Sue took the people that she thought were neglected and gave them each, like, a chance to do it. Uh, no Air was sung by Rachel and Finn with Will's group. Uh, you Keep Me Hanging On, Quinn with the Cheerios, and Keep Holding On, uh, Rachel and Finn with New Directions. I think that was, like, giving support to Quinn. Um, but I'm not sure. Uh, the next one is called, no, Episode 8, Mashup. Uh, aired on October 21st, 2009, and was 
seen by 7.15 million people. The plot. Will is approached by Emma and Ken to mash up two songs together for their wedding and to teach Emma how to dance. However, Ken begins to have trust issues with Will around Emma and subsequently forces the guys on the football team to choose between glee club or football. Meanwhile, Finn and Quinn's popularity suffers after getting dethroned by David Karofsky and struggle to get it back while Puck and Rachel begin an unexpected relationship that quickly hits a speed bump. So, um, Will... Emma and Ken. Uh, Emma is the one who's in love with Will, but um, Ken is the the um, gym teacher in love with Emma. And uh, Emma is like, well, I'm not going to get any better than this, so I'm going to marry Ken, which, no, Emma, just stop. But um, Will is kind of slowly realizing his feelings for Emma around this time because he's, like, disappointed that Emma is getting married, even though he is married. It's complicated. Um, and then he begins to have trust issues because Will is around Emma so much, and they're, like, he thinks that they're having an affair, I guess you could call it. Um, and he forces, so, like, out of spite, he forces the guys on the football team to choose between the league club or football, which is Puck and Finn. And I think there's a couple other people in there. Um, and then Finn and Quinn's popularity suffers after getting dethroned by David Karofsky because they're on Glee, um, and they struggle to get it back while Puck and Rachel begin an unexpected relationship. Um, they start in a relationship. I think Rachel mostly did it to get Finn jealous, but it doesn't really work out. Okay. Uh, singles. Bust a move which is Will with New Directions, Thong Song, which is Will, sung by Will, Sweet Caroline is sung by Puck, and it was sung to Rachel, I think. Um, I Could Dance All Night is sung by Emma. And Emma has a really good voice. Episode 9 is called Wheels. Uh, the plot is, after the Glee Club is denied a special handicappedable bus for Artie to go to sectionals, Will challenges the kids to experience life from a different point of view. Quinn and Finn struggle with financial problems when their doctor's bills begin to pile up, so Puck steps in to try to help. At the same time, Sue accepts a student with Down syndrome onto the Cheerios, leading Will to question her motives. Meanwhile, the Glee Club hosts its first diva off between Kurt and Rachel as they compete for a solo performance at sectionals. Okay, um, so they're, dis they're denied a handicappable bus for Artie to go to sectionals because it's apparently too expensive. Um, so he... It, in order to raise money, they um, are, like, fundraising. But they're also, um, because they were like, well, why can't we just go on a regular bus and, like, Artie can just come in a car? Um, Will is like, um, no, Artie's riding with us. The bus is the one of the best parts about going to sectionals. So, um he was like, okay, you guys are all going to be going around on wheelchairs for the rest of the week in order to, to understand why this was, is so important and why, and like understand where Artie's coming from. Um, Quinn and Finn struggle with financial problems. Uh, Puck steps in to try to help, which kind of backfires because Finn is like, dude, like I can handle it. But Pin is, Puck is really, it seems like he's just trying to help and be a good guy, but in reality, Quinn's baby is actually his baby, not Finn. Finn didn't 
that's not Finn's baby, it's Puck's, which is kind of uh, a little bit questionable because um, uh, Quinn cheated on her boyfriend with her boyfriend's best friend. So that's, um, ooh. Um, okay, so Sue is like this really terrible person. She accepts a student with Down syndrome onto the Cheerios. So, and w we later find out that that's, it's because her um, sister has Down syndrome. So, like, she reminds her of her. Um, the Glee Club hosts its first diva off between Kurt and Rachel, which is absolutely amazing, and they are competing for the solo performance at sectionals. Um, the song is Dancing With Myself, the songs Dancing With Myself by Artie, with Artie. Uh, Defying Gravity is sung, is the diva off with Rachel and Kurt. Um, and then Proud Mary is... Um, sung by New Directions, and they perform that number in wheelchairs, I believe. Okay, um, number 10, Ballad. Mr. Schuster splits the Glee Club into Paris to sing their favorite ballad, but when Matt gets sick, Mr. Shu is forced to step in and winds up in a sticky situation as Rachel develops a crush on him. Meanwhile, Finn and Quinn have to face the music when dinner with her parents goes awry. Uh, Quinn's parents learn that their daughter is pregnant, and she moves in with Finn and his mother when her own parents throw her out. Puck reveals to Mercedes that he is the father of Quinn's baby, not Finn. Um... Yeah, so Rachel develops a crush on Will Schuster, which is so awkward and weird. Um, and Quinn gets kicked out when her parents find out that she's pregnant, and she moves in with Finn and his mom when he figures out, when they figure that out. Uh, and then Puck reveals to Mercedes that he is the father of Quinn's baby, not Finn. And... Um, Endless Love is sung by Will and Rachel. That's where Rachel is like, I have a crush on Mr. Schuster. Um, I'll Stand By You, which is Finn. Uh, Don't Stand Too Close to Me slash Young Girl, with, which is sung by Will to try to get Rachel to understand. Um, no, I'm too old for you. <laughs> crush is sung by Rachel. You're Having My Baby is sung by Finn. And that's when he's like, that's how he tells the family, her, their parents that she's pregnant. Um... Lean on Me is sung by Mercedes and Artie with Tina and New Directions. And that is, like, showing support for Finn and Quinn when uh, they figure out that, when uh, her, she was thrown out. Uh, number 11, or, yeah, episode 11, Hairography, uh, aired on November 25th, 2009. And it was, um, ooh, what's that called? I am not going to, I think... I'm going to have to make a two-part episode. So I think next week I'm going to make a part two and continue on because I'm not going to get through all of these and stay within. I don't want to go over an hour and ten minutes because then that gets to the point where I'm like, nobody's going to want to sit here and listen to me talk for over an hour. Um, so I'm going to do a two-part episode. I'm going to go to how many episodes do they have? Um, there's 22 episodes, so I think actually I'm going to stop on this one after this one, and then I'll do uh, the second part next week. Okay. Uh, the plot. Concerned that Sue is up to no good, Will pays a visit to an instructor, which is the guest star Eve, um, of a competing glee club, Jane Adams Academy, to see what information she might be leaking. This turn, in turn, leads the 
to the club getting a look at their hair raising competition between both schools as which as well as a competition between the new directions and the Haverbrook school for the deaf meanwhile Kurt gives Rachel a makeover to impress Finn but he may have ulterior motives. Quinn reconsiders having her baby adopted and letting Puck be a part of her life, but ultimately recommits the idea. The episode ends with Sue giving the New Direction set list for sectionals to the competing clubs in order to damage New Direction's chances of progressing to regionals. So Sue is still trying to destroy the Glee Club. Um, And she... Uh, gives the set list to the competing clubs so that they can, like, steal the songs. Uh, um, Quinn reconsiders having her baby adopted, but Puck said, um, what do you call it? But Puck doesn't, and, uh, like, she was like, oh, Puck could be a part of my life, and, like, raise, help me raise this child. Um, but she doesn't She's like, no, I'm not willing to lose Finn. Um, Kurt gives Rachel a makeover to impress Finn, but he's like, this isn't you. I know you, and this is not you. Like, this is not who you are. Um, and But, like, the reason Kurt did it is because he's like, I know that Finn will not think he will not, like, like you more because of this and he was doing it because he had a crush on Finn um and yeah and then so then they start doing like this choreography that's like mostly whipping the round around a wig because that's supposed to it takes away from the fact that they don't have very good voices and like that was what um one of the schools did so they were like copying that um but that's not, but then they ultimately, like, go back, because they're like, we have talent, and so we're gonna get stick with our talent, um, okay, and then the songs in that, Bootylicious, which is Jane Addams' Girls' Choir, sung by that, uh, Don't Make Me Over, sung by Mercedes, Papa Don't Preach, Quinn, Hair Crazy in Love, Mercedes and Artie with New Directions, that's when they were practicing their hairography, Imagine, um, New Directions, and True Colors with Tina in the New Directions, well, hold on. Yeah, I'm going to stop there just because it's crazy. Um, and there's so much that I still want to talk about. All right, guys. So um, like I said, I'm only doing part one this week because there's a lot that I need to talk about. And I've already been recording for almost 50 minutes. Um, so... It was, I was only halfway through, so I was like, I'm not going to be able to fit all of this in and still be able to talk about everything that I wanted to, so that's why, um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do it next week. I think I'm going to do it next week, where I'm just going to do part two. I might not, depending on how I feel, (laughs) but, um, yeah, so I'm going to move right on to recommendations. Um, okay. So, the song that I want to um, recommend is one of my favorite songs from season one. 
which is Oh, but there's so many good ones. Um, okay. Defying Gravity, which is sung which is the diva off between um Rachel and Kurt. That is such a good song. And it's a good song in general because Wicked is amazing. I haven't seen the show. I really want to and but the soundtrack is amazing and then the diva off is just great. Um so that would be the song. And then, all right, so like I said, I'm not doing a book, but I am doing, I'm recommending a podcast because all of the Gleeks out there rejoice because there is a Glee podcast hosted by Jenna Oshkowitz, I think you pronounce it, and Kevin McHale, which is Artie and Tina. So... They are, they host a podcast called Showmance and they interview a bunch of different people. They have guest stars on, like, um, their first guest star, their first, like, guest people from, from Glee, because they interview, they don't just interview Glee people. Um, but they first interviewed, um, Amber and Chris, Amber Riley and Chris Colfer which are Mercedes and um, Kurt. And so they first did them. And then they did an episode with Heather Morris and Naya Rivera. Um, R.I.P. Naya. But um, they did two a two-part episode with them. And they also did... Well, and okay, so those were the two pairs I guess wait no 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 um they had Jane Lynch on with uh Heather Morris uh, came back on as well and then they did they started a Glee recap edition where they went through they had like guests from Glee on every episode and they started with um season one episode one and they just kept going down the um it went through all of them they talked about like behind the scenes things different stories like when they first watched it and like when they were filming it stories from that and it's really really good um they had leah michelle on alexis martin woodall which she's the productions president for the company that glee was done it by um kristen chenoweth which she was a guest a reoccurring guest on the show Harry Shum Jr., who plays Mike Chang. Um, there's so many good ones. Uh, but yeah, so they have a podcast. I d- discovered this recently. Um, literally amazing. But yeah, so those are my re- recommendations. Um, so yeah, go check out that podcast and also the song which was the diva off between rachel and kurt wait actually i want to change it because there was a better song um it's sung by mercedes who amber riley plays which amber riley i love you you're amazing i don't think that this is in the first part dang it i have to find something in the first part okay 
Okay, I'm the one that I want to recommend. It's called Bust Your Windows. Sung, again, Amber Riley. Um, I think it's just Bust Your Windows. I'm, I don't think it's anything else. But, oh my gosh, this song is literally amazing. Amber Riley is... She, her voice is incredible. She's incredible. Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, I changed it. Um, go listen to Bust Your Windows, the Glee class, cast version with Amber Riley. And then check out the podcast. Again, it's called Showmance. It's hosted by Kevin McHale and Jenna Ushkowitz. And it's super interesting, super funny, super awesome. I it makes me feel like I'm watching Glee when I'm listening to the podcast, and obviously I love podcasts, so I am going to eventually do a mini episode where I will recommend a bunch of podcasts because I do have a lot of them um, that I listen to. <clears throat> so, um, I don't think I have anything else to say, so I think that's about it for this week's episode. Um... As always, uh, go do something for yourself today. Um, make sure you're happy, and then once you're happy, make sure that everyone else in your life is happy, but make sure that you're happy first, um, because I think we all do a pretty terrible job of putting ourselves first. So go take care of yourself. Make sure that you're happy, you're okay. Do what you need to do to make yourself happy. And once you're done, then give some love to the people that you love. And yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, Again, go check out the recommendations. Um, And I'll see you guys next week.